welcome to the Everyday Eddie Podcast, where this is not a professional podcast, but it is a professional something. Uh, this is your host, with the most, or with the least, depending on which way you're looking at it. Because, you know, if you're above me, you're thinking least. If you're below me, you're thinking most. Uh, or maybe you're just high and don't really see what I got going on. Either way, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This intro, it gets more and more, uh degrading as it goes on i don't know but it is 11 21 on july 10th it's a sunday when we're recording it and like i said episodes are going up on thursdays now instead of mondays first off while there's still 39 minutes left in it i want to give a big shout out to my dog brian he is my literal dog and it was his birthday today he got two nice long walks some uh, pork and sweet potato jerky and ice cream for his birthday because I love that dog. I've had him six years now and it is his ninth birthday so he is now officially an old man. So I love you Brian and a special shout out to you. Also, special shout out to my homie uh, from the Double Tree, D. Devon, D. Love you, man. I love you. Thank you for supporting the podcast because I only had two, uh, two listens. Uh, and I know one of them is you, so I just want to shout you out for the support, homie, because you told me. Still can't believe you're more of a girl meets world kind of guy instead of a boy meets world, but I'll take what I can get. And we are going to have to hang out soon, my guy. Um, I actually have a list of things I'm going to cover in today's podcast. Really introspective. Uh, hopefully at some point. I will record a podcast episode with my buddy Rudy, which would probably be two different episodes. One being kind of a scorched earth, breaking case, break glass in case of emergency episode, and one which would be like a normal episode. Um, Just because him and I had a talk uh, on Wednesday, which was very uh, eye-opening, and a good kind of trauma dump, which is crazy because I've been pushing people away, but I actually reached out to him to like talk. So it was just like, it was nice. It was a nice little trauma dump session, which wasn't supposed to be a trauma dump session, but he just happened to ask the right question. Um, hi, buddy. Brian just came and is staring at me now. Uh, yeah. I really gotta stop recording these so late at night. But this is when I get motivated to do them, like right before I'm about to go to bed. Mm. Mental health update, because we've been doing that. Um, it's not as bad as I have been lately, but not as good as I know I can be. I've just been kind of hitting that mellow uh, grind um, because mostly work related not so much my personal life is my personal life is always affecting me but this week and like end of last week have been more work related stress because I took over a new route with a lot of big accounts and more difficult accounts for my job so that should have been a pain in my like I can't tell you how many times I've been stuck at accounts for over three hours and it's just it's not been good it's a lot of rushing to make sure these accounts get done so gonna have to figure something out but yeah um 
not terrible. I feel like my mind, let's see, because 2015 was just not a good year for me mentally. If I had to quit, it was like 2016. Or it's like, I'm trying to figure out the right words to put it. It was like in 2016, I was bad. So maybe like late 2015, early 2016, because like while my mental health was bad, eventually I found my way on top. And I just kind of like realized like life happens. Um, and that's when I kind of adopted that, this mentality of, I'm gonna just let things happen, and whenever something is going to affect me, just let it roll, um, and I stopped being an active participant in my own life, but now I feel like trying to make that change into being an active participant is not difficult but just like something that's taking some getting used to because now I'm like actively trying to seek things out for me to do like this past weekend I was going to go on a hike um I had my house to myself and I was going to go take a hike but unfortunately the weather was less than pleasant in the area so I'm hopefully going to get to do that this weekend right because yeah I don't have anything going on this weekend that I can think of. Um, yeah. I think that's it. Uh, mental health. Oh, okay. I just want to talk about this. So, you guys ever do that trick where you dump a bunch of stuff on your bed to force yourself to clean it? Yeah, uh, that trick worked partly because I just cleaned enough space and I, that I can sleep on my bed, but I really need to motivate myself to finish cleaning my bed. And, like, I get... Excuse me. I get small bursts of motivation, but not enough that I get the job done. Like, I'll do, like, a little bit here, boom, a little bit here, boom, a little bit here, boom. Like, I got motivated to clean yesterday and today. Today, I just went through, like, a bunch of papers and found, like, stuff from, like, freshman year of high school and college and I was just like what and a lot of my time that I was gonna spend cleaning um was me looking for my suitcase so I can pack it so my bag for Miami was already pre-packed and I'd have all my outfits in there which I packed some stuff and I packed some dress shoes but like not nearly as much got done as I would have liked this weekend, but I got something done, so I'm going to take the small win for now. But I'm going to keep pushing, pushing forward. Pushing, pushing forward, pushing forward. And, yeah. So I mentioned that I found papers from freshman year of high school and college. But the thing that got me was the paper that I had written my freshman year of high school. I literally found a paper that talked about me, which I don't, freshman year of high school, I wasn't shit. I was 12. I hadn't even turned 13. Like everyone was 13, turning 14. I was just... I had turned 12 earlier in the year. And I'm over here talking about guarding my secrets and wearing a mask so nobody, like, knows me. And the people that know me are the people that know me. 
And honestly, I sounded like a pretentious fuck. But I feel like in a way, yeah. Because even my closest friends, like, I wear a quote-unquote mask around them. Um, I feel like, I don't know, like, I'm myself, but I'm not myself. You know what I mean? Like, we all put on masks that we wear in public, like, around people or, like, professionally. Um. I don't know, I kind of feel like I spend so much time building a wall that sometimes I don't know what's a real emotion or what's a fake emotion or what's a real feeling or a fake feeling. Like, oh, do I feel this outrage because I'm supposed to or do I feel this outrage because I'm actually outraged, you know? But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's part of, like, this whole introspective and reflective thing of trying to figure out who I want to be going forward because if I was 12 saying shit like that and I'm now 27 that's 15 years of the shit that I now have to course correct which is weird, because lately I've been allowing myself to feel more of my emotions. And half the time I feel like a whiny little bitch, because it's like, but then I also have to remember, like, I have not really allowed myself to cry since I was in, like, third, fourth grade. So it's like a lot of anguish and repressed emotions that I guess are now bubbling up and now no longer have to deal with those situations but now have to deal with situations that I've been dealing with later in my life. So, that's interesting. But, switching over, or kind of related, on the topics. Um... Oh. Um, so I'm going to start. So, like, it's weird, right? When you want to talk to someone, but you don't know how to approach them because they call you out on your shit, which is fine. Like, it's always good to be called out when you're not treating someone right or not being genuine but it's weird because it's like okay I'm gonna take the time to work on me and give you your space but also knowing them and knowing their love language is that communication and that pushing forward but then knowing that they don't want to be around it's like a very confusing thing so it's like in my mind it's like do you give them space or do you invade their space to show them that you still care because this is a conversation I was having with my friend that I've had with a couple friends actually where it's like But it's usually in reverse for guys. Well, at least with my friends. Like, they are the more communicative. And they, like, oh, like, I need to push. And it's just like, dude, I've been around your girlfriend. Like, give her a minute to, like, calm down and back away from the situation. Whereas, like, I'm the opposite. Where it's like, I prefer space, but the girls I talk to prefer, like, not space when something's wrong so it's just interesting where it's like actually wanting to change and do that but then knowing like okay I could do that 
but then I just push you away more. So it's very interesting because I want to be accountable for my actions by like not being the person's face, but at the same time, it's a battle of love language versus logic, which is always interesting because everyone has their own love languages and it becomes interesting when there's an argument so it's just like do you give them their love language or do you take a step back and approach it logically. I want to know what you guys think. At me on Twitter. At Golden Dawn Q. Because I want to know. How would you approach a situation where. It is your love language. Or their love language. Versus the logic of the situation. Because. Like, you want to be accountable for your actions, but you also don't want to make the situation worse. Which, also speaking about accountability, right? So, I just found it weird that, um, not having a conversation with my boss, but I took, I did something wrong at work, and I took responsibility. I was just like, oh, you know, I don't remember doing that, but if it was me, then it probably was. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'll try and do better, right? Um, and my boss was like, hey, like, thank you for taking responsibility for your actions. Like, that just shows, like, the kind of person you are, and I appreciate it. And it's just like, So I know in personal settings, it's hard to be accountable, but like, you should always be, which I'm trying to be more accountable in my personal life, for being, excuse me, for being shitty, but also, like, how are you not accountable in your professional life? Like, nine times out of ten, if you admit that you made a mistake professionally, your bosses are going to be like, okay, well, like, this is how we're going to fix it, and this is how we can make sure it's not going to happen again. Like, why would you not take responsibility for messing up? Because if you admit you messed up in the early stages, it's easier to fix compared to not taking responsibility, and then the problem gets worse, and then you're really in trouble. Hold on, i got to get a sip of this soda, getting a little parch. So, like, and I work with, like, people who are pretty uh, knowledgeable in, in the field and generally admit that they messed up. So, it's just, like, weird. I don't know. I always find it weird when you're thanked for doing the right things. Like, don't thank me. Like, I'm doing what any normal person should do. But I digress. Um, I don't know why I just finished watching The Flash it's the latest season like that's on my mind so sorry uh, I guess like mid episode review it, like bouncing around that's on brand for me especially since a lot of people think I have ADD um but The Flash, season 8, eh, it was cool. Like, I'm not saying it was terrible or the worst thing, but pandemic has really, like, a lot of things are still reeling from pandemic era. 
episode. It's kind of just interesting to see how TV shows are trying to recover. Especially when you don't know what's going on and if there could ever be another lockdown. Especially with shows that film in Canada. Um, ooh, also, Supernatural. I like Supernatural. Do not get me wrong. I like Supernatural. But, 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 but. Dean and Sam's relationship is very unhealthy and it is slightly concerning because every time, which is probably like my main issue with a lot of CW shows, is like every time you think the characters learn a lesson, they repeat the same mistakes over and over to an unhealthy degree. Because, like, they have to learn the lesson in a different way than how they previously learned it to get the lesson. Which is probably why I like CW shows so much, because I'm that hard-headed motherfucker, too. Um, but, yeah, that was uh, what I've been watching. It's basically been Supernatural. I just did Flash. Probably gonna bounce back to suits in the next couple weeks. Um, oh, the boys ended. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Love it. If you don't watch the boys, watch it. Even if you don't like superhero shows, there's heavy undertones of current political climate, so it is worth watching. Excuse me. Um. Damn, I wrote down a list of topics, but I don't really know how to transition, which is why I just kind of go into things. So, uh, when I examined a couple of my relationships, uh, not friendships, like actual intimate relationships, there we go, um, I realized that I have a tendency to overcommit. Now, what do I mean by that? I am a firm believer that I only have two things. Well, I don't only have two things, but to quote Tony Montana, I got two things in this world, my word and my balls, and I don't bust them for nobody. I don't. <laughs> you will rarely see me over. I will not do extra to bust my balls if there's not something uh, in it for me, which is kind of terrible, but like, it's work. Like, I'm not doing more than what I'm supposed to. Like, if you ask and I have time, sure, I'll do it. But if you expect me to go the extra mile for just because, like, no, that's not how this goes, and then my word is, I don't know how or why I learned this lesson, but at a young age, I made two rules, well, one rule, but then the other rule I made when I got to college, which never actually was a rule. It was just kind of a thing I adopted. Okay, this is all going to loop around, but I have three rules. There are three rules that I try to follow in my day-to-day life. My most important rule is I don't make promises because I don't want to feel bad or look like an asshole if I break it. I always say I will try, um, or I'll, I'll say if I can get to it, I'll do my best. But I never say I promise. If I have ever said to you, I promise, that means that I wholeheartedly am going to attempt to do this and if I've ever made you a promise, 
You are or were special to me when I made that promise to you. And even if it didn't work out the way I intended to, I'm still trying to keep that promise to you. That's number one. Number two. I don't buy drinks for girls that I don't sleep with. Are there exceptions to this rule? Yes. Have I broken this rule? No. Um, Oh, I can't say no. No. No, actually, no, I have not broken that rule. If I have ever bought a girl a drink, I had full intentions, or we were sleeping together. I had intentions of sleeping you, we were sleeping together, or you were an exception to the rule. I don't consider breaking that rule if I bought a shot and no one was taking it and I just gave it to a girl. That is not breaking the rule because the shot was not intended for you or for her, but she ended up getting it because either someone couldn't take it or whatever, whatever. Um, Or group shots. If it's like, oh, hey, I'm buying a round for everyone in the group, like whatever. But that's rule number two. And then rule number three is the three strike rule. If I am interested or talking to a girl, or even just like my guy friends, or not my guy friends, but like people that I'm trying to be friends with, it's just like, if we make plans, you have three times to cancel. If you, the only way you get more than three is if you cancel one plan and then you make plan like, Contingency plans like, oh, hey, something came up. I have to cancel, but we can do something this day. That's the only way you get more than three strikes because at least you're putting in effort. But if, like, we make plans and then you cancel and then you make that contingency plan and you cancel, if I can't link with you three times, then, like, this isn't going to go anywhere. Like, and I get that life happens and shit happens, but... You make time for the people that you want to make time for. And now with gas prices, like, if I'm trying to see you, I'm trying to see you. <laughs> there is a bond. We are friends. Um, but how does that go? So that just goes back to, like, so I feel like I've said a lot of things in recent relationships that I've overcommitted to. Because do I feel that way when I'm saying them? Yes. But I am also a very head in the clouds person. Thank you. With my best foot forward. Like I am a very logical person. But I'm also a very emotional person. And there are times where my emotions precede my logic. So then when my logic catches up, it creates a mess. Currently, like the one I've currently made in my love life, which is great. (laughs) Um, But in this case, I let a lot of logic precede my emotions because I repressed my emotions because I am a healthy young male and that's what I do. I learned to do that and now I'm trying to unlearn it because it's not that great. Oh. Which also explains why my longest relationship was a year and 11 months. I couldn't even go the whole 12. And that had problems for the beginning. I was a dick. But like. I don't know. 
I guess like It was also a relationship where I wasn't holding myself accountable and there wasn't anyone else holding me accountable. Because I was kind of just an asshole all the way around. I think I was a worse person back then than I am now. But I feel like I was more emotionally available then than I am now, which is very weird. Very weird. Um, which also leads me to the fact that, like, so, I've been pushing people away, right? And I mentioned in the last podcast that I was super, like, okay, not that I'm sober, but, like, I am being more intentionally sober. Um, until my friends were at your party because I just didn't like where my head was at um, and just the person I was being and it's weird um because I know, even now, I've just been in a mood to cause problems on purpose. Not in like a, I want to instigate shit. Not, well, I mean, it would be instigating, but like not in a malicious way. Just like, I just feel like there are certain people that I love dearly that I just kind of want to go at them. That makes sense. I don't know why, but I just kind of want to talk shit and be angry at them and have them be angry at me and then us just be good. That's what, that's, but see that requires a level of closeness that like I'm not really feeling with people right now like the people I feel closest to right now are aged one in three is crazy oh my god this okay so (laughs) okay wait let me finish this thought so like i don't know that kind of but also like to have that conversation where it's like hey you and i are just gonna sit here and we're gonna be mad at each other like we're gonna yell at each other we're gonna have this out we're gonna be mad for 48 hours and then we're good like that kind of like I don't know like I want to get back to that level that I felt before with my friends but like right now with my men I can't even blame it all my mental state like part of it's my mental state part of it is just like I don't really know which of my friendships are as like there's some that I'm just like okay yeah like I know this foundation solid I know this foundation solid but then there are others I'm just like no 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 um so yeah I don't know but the, I don't know that conversation about who I'm close to I'm also close to my other uh, to one other person aged 20 going to be 22 holy shit um but it's funny because I was having a conversation with her it's my oldest niece and we're having a conversation 
And for some reason, she just said some shit. She liked a post that I posted on my story. And it's just like, our sense of humor about the subject is just terrible. Because it shouldn't be funny. And it, it wasn't funny. But it... Damn. It wasn't funny. It was not a funny subject at all. However, however, it was funny. And it just made me think, like, damn, her and I both think this is funny, but it's not funny. And it just made me think, like, damn, my dad's side of the family is fucked up because she's my sister's kid. And it was just odd to me. Because it's like, maybe this shit is more genetic than it actually is. That her and I can both relate to the same thing. and But we've lived, like, two completely different lives. So the fact that we both found this, like, funny when it shouldn't be funny was just a trip. But I love her so much. I love my older niece. And, like, I'm sad that I wasn't around more for her. But it's hard when you're only five years older than someone. And they're supposed to be, like, your niece and someone that is supposed to look up to you. It's more difficult because you're still growing. And I didn't get to be, like, around her a lot. Like, in the earlier years of her life, yeah. But, like, when you're still a kid and they're a kid, it's more like, oh, you're just this annoying. So, like, I haven't, I haven't really grown out of seeing her at, like, a more, like, annoying baby sister role. Until, like, I want to say, like, before or during the pandemic is when I started seeing her more like, okay, you're my niece, you're a young adult, this, this, and that. Um, And especially, like, at my dad's wedding, like, I realized, like, damn, like, you're an an adult. Like, I, not I admire how far you come. I admire your accomplishments. Now it's like, hey, we can have this bond. Like, I feel like now her and I can, like, start bonding. Because we're now, like, we're equals, but we're not. I feel like now we're at, like, a better stage in our relationship, which is great. Um... And I can kind of, like, have that relationship that I've wanted with her. Whereas, like, my niece and nephew that are my brother's kids, it's kind of, like, just built in because I am so much older. Like, I'm 27. My nephew's one. My niece is three. Like, they kind of already see me in that authoritative role. Which is weird but I love it and I love them I love all my nieces and my nephew they're great kids and they're going to be great adults because my siblings are the ones raising them so that's dope really dope um, but yeah Q&A segment time God questions. Let me find it. 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 Now these questions are weird. Not weird, but God, they're not weird in like the usual sense. I have four questions this time. They're just weird in the aspect of like. Because I know who asked these three, it's interesting. So I'm going to start with the easier one and then move on to the hard one last. Right? Right? Okay. So my current mental state for the upcoming bachelor party that I'm going to, 
um, better. Um, just kind of like not drinking is definitely helping, which, um, being like, if I drink, I'm not going to drink like I would, um, definitely limiting myself, but still being able to have a good time is going to be very, uh, crucial. Um, but definitely after that, going full sober for a while, um, it's definitely helped my mentality being sober. So, like, now I'm, like, before, I'm just kind of like, okay, like, it was, like, a money thing, like, okay, like, I gotta do this, this, and this, but I also have this, and I also have this, so now that, like, everything is paid for, I feel like I'll be able to enjoy myself more, so I'm excited, and I feel like I don't have as much stress going into this, so it's going to be nice to get away and just relax. Um, next question, standards for love. Um, anyone who knows me, like, should know, I don't really have standards. Um, are there certain things that I find attractive? Yes. Are there certain girls that I find attractive? Yeah. Um, do I have certain preferences? Yeah, but, like, end of the day, any girl, if you look at the girls I've dated versus girls I slept with versus girls that I talked to, I don't really have a type or standard. Um, for me, it's just what is the vibe? Do I feel... Okay, so there's, like, levels of comfort when I'm talking to people. There's, then like, am I comfortable enough saying just random shit around you? Which is cool. Like, if I could say random shit around you, and you're looking at me like, what the fuck? Or, like, how do you think of that? Like, you have entered... That zone. A good zone. But if you are a woman and I have told you something I'm insecure about, I've had like a deep conversation about something that either scares me or worries me or like something that I'm passionate about. And just know I vibe with you. Like, yeah, I'm in. I say this all the time. I'm an idiot. I will flirt with anyone. Like, just, it, it's whatever. Like, to me, it's, when I'm serious about someone, I'm not flirting with anyone else. But, like, if, if I'm just fucking around, like, I'll be, like, I'll say some stupid dumb shit and just flirt. And it's just like, okay, like, it, it's heavy. But, like, if I can flirt with you one minute and then have, like, a deep-ass conversation with you, um, it's, it's really just, am I comfortable around you? That is the standard for love. Like, am I comfortable around you enough to be vulnerable or as vulnerable as I can be at that present moment? Like, I can't, I can't really think of a time where... There's few, very few times a woman has seen me cry, and those women, two, it's probably been two, three, three women have seen me cry probably, um, and like, maybe four, either way, um, 
those are women that I was comfortable with that like I felt like I could be myself or more myself than I feel like I've been in a very long time. Uh, so when it comes to love, like, no, there's no real standard. Like, I don't have, my friends say I don't have standards and I don't have morals. Like, I don't. Um, but not in, like, a bad way. It's just, like, what is, like, if we can vibe and I can be comfortable around you and I can be vulnerable um even if it's just a little bit like for me a little bit me being vulnerable a little bit is me being vulnerable a lot like if I've sat there and had a mental breakdown in front of you like you 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 have a lot of my affection and respect and trust what happens from there that's up to you but yeah not really standard I would say it's just how I feel um next question do I believe there are soulmates in the world or do people just alter their standards? That is a tricky question. Um, I didn't sit with this one as much as I did the first two and then this last one. Um, yes to both. Um, because it's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky, tricky, tricky. Okay, um, anyway, sorry. Uh, let me start with the second half of that question. Yes, a lot of people alter their standards, um, either because they don't think they're going to find anything better or because that's the love they think they deserve. A lot of people will tend to just say this is as good as it's gonna get so i'm gonna it's like sitting in a casino you play the slides you play the slides you lose you lose you lose and you drop down but like say you put twenty dollars in a slot you drop down to like five you're having a crappy run on the slots you play one more all of a sudden you're up to 25 because you hit and you decide, you know what? I made my money back. Plus five. I'm going to cash out. Not knowing that if you had sat and played the machine one more time, you would have been up to 100. Um, so. But also. With that people alter their standards because a lot of people have unrealistic standards as well. Um, which I talked about in a previous podcast too as a pet peeve. I was like, oh, like, like type. Like you're not my type. Like, how do you know I'm not your type if you're not gonna sit down and like girls want dudes that are like six foot um well paying job has his own place and it's just like okay so your preferences which are completely fine but at the same time you are now eliminating half the dating pool and you're going to be stuck with someone that isn't everything that you want because he's meeting certain criteria. So you are now changing your standards because of a physical, like physically and professionally 
he meets your standards with him personally, he's beating you or like, okay, that's kind of extreme, but like, that's my point. Like you're forcing yourself to be happy with someone because they make you happy in other ways instead of altering your standards to be more realistic. Like, in this economy, I'm sorry, but, like, half your standards are gonna, like, not go out the window, but, like, you gotta be willing to compromise, like, okay, yeah, this guy loves me. I may not be a fan that he's, like, living with his mom, but, you know, he loves me, he takes care of me, he doesn't abuse me physically or verbally, um, I can work with, you know, but then, yeah, there is also soulmates, I do believe there are people that you just connect with, however, I feel like there are two different kinds of soulmates, you have your romantic soulmate, and then you have your soulmates that are more friendship-based, because I can't tell you how many people I've, I feel like a lot of the people that I'm friends with, um, sorry, that just made a thought go through my head about relationship, I just, okay, whatever, um, but there's some people that you may not realize it, but you guys are soulmates, but it's your friend. There are people that, like, get you when no one else will, and, like, sometimes we mistake that for romance, and it's not always supposed to be romantic. Sometimes it's just this person gets you on a level that you need them to get you because they're just that good of a friend, and they're there for you no matter what. Um, so it's just kind of like differentiating, like, okay, you are my soulmate, but like, is this supposed to be us as friends or us romantically? Um, I do believe that what, like, and like I said, there are romantic soulmates. It's just being willing to accept it because there's a lot of fear in when you find that person that makes everything perfect because it's just like well what if you're not ready what if you mess it up what if there's something better what if i I said what if i'm not ready right yeah uh well what if you're not ready like there's just so many thoughts that go into it depending on where you're at in your life but sometimes you'll meet your soulmate before you're ready and sometimes you'll meet them exactly when you're supposed to it just matters on whether or not you're ready to put the work in and hopefully you're ready to put the work in when that time comes if not you're going to be (laughs) working a lot harder to keep them in your life than you need to be if you had just accepted them from the minute they stepped in. Okay. And for the last question, if I could snap my fingers and fast forward my life one year, like how would it look different? Would I be in a relationship back at GameStop sober? So this one was actually anonymous. But other three that I answered, I knew the people who asked. This one's anonymous. I want to start by saying, you know me. You asked this question so you know me. And not in a bad way, I'm going to say this. I will never, ever be back at GameStop. Fuck. Fuck GameStop. We are only moving forward. Up. And over. No more fucking GameStop. 
I only go back to GameStop as a guest now, baby. And even then, I don't want to go to GameStop. I get better deals other places. I only go to GameStop because I got a $5 off coupon and I can trade in game. That's it. Like, what, what What? more do I need? Like, why would I? No, there's no GameStop. My, in a year, I would not be back at GameStop. I am currently at my job doing what I'm doing until next year. And then we move on to the next one. We're, we're just progressing forward year by year. Um, sober. Um, that depends. That In a year... Um, that depends, you know, um, a lot of my mindset right now is very clear, so it depends on how I find that me, when I start introducing alcohol back into my life again, how it's affecting my relationships. Um, if it's affecting them negatively, then, um, no, it's not like, I'd rather have the people that I have in my life, even if I'm pushing them away now, I'd rather have them in my life than, uh, not, um, so yeah, sober, that just depends on the situation, um, As far as the rest of the question, would I be in a relationship? Um, It's weird. It's very weird. Uh, Because if you had asked me that question, I would have said... If you had asked me that question before, today, before current times, before I messed up my life, I would have said, yeah, uh, relationship, hopefully engaged, like all that, all the stuff that I would have wanted when I was younger. Um, but now, I don't know. Um, would I like to be a relationship in one year? Yes. Um, with a very specific person. Um, but, you know, that depends a lot on them and a lot on my actions going forward so if i date someone that's not them it'll be very interesting because that means that the person that i choose to be with that's not them uh, is really helping me reach different place mentally and emotionally, um, which would be very interesting, um, but it's very, very, uh, weird to think about um because anything can happen in a year especially with how much growing I realize that I have to do um not so which I feel like I sent a lot of growth on my maturity um that I've stunted myself more than I would have anticipated emotionally and it's led to some backlash so hopefully with that growth I attract the 
person or the people that I'm supposed to and that I want to. Um, but yes, uh, I would like to see myself in a relationship in the next year, a healthy, um, supportive one. But that is all the questions that I have. Um, yeah. So thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Uh, it is whew, just after midnight. I'm going to take, okay. So I've been taking ashwagandha gummies. And I feel like I mentioned this. Uh, they're good. But, like, the fact that I need them to sleep now. Oh, that was loud. The fact that I need them to sleep is kind of concerning me. But at the same time, it's whatever. Um, that's me taking a gummy. So, you know, right after I finish. Adding the sounds to this podcast, I'm going to be knocked the fuck out. Um, if you would like to follow me, Golden Dawn Q on Twitter and Instagram, I'll be posting questions every Saturday. Um, so that way I have them for Sunday. And like I said, episodes will go up Thursday. Uh, Once again, thank you to Devin for his support. Um, Tell everyone at the Doubletree I miss them and I love them. Uh, What else? Oh, a funny story. So I called my buddy Rudy and he had asked me, hey, man, like, which even he's noticed I've been off mentally and I er, haven't really talked to him. He's like, hey, how are you doing mentally? And I thought about it, I was like, you want to know? Listen to the podcast. So this is me hoping he hoping he's listening to the podcast because, you know, we don't give shit out for free. So if you're any of my friends and you want a mental health update, you want the exclusive, you listen to the podcast. If you want, like, a real exclusive, you better hope I'm in a sharing mood. But anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Um, thank you for listening to the Everyday Eddie podcast. I'm not a professional podcast, but a professional something. This week, it was more ranting and rambling. Um, your support goes a long way. You can Venmo me at Prince Vidro. Yeah, that one's Prince Vidro. Um, or, you know, if you have my number, I'll take Apple Pay, <laughs> my dick, um, or Zelle, I'll take Zelle, you know, a little bit of support goes a long way, uh, cause you know, these gas prices, bruh, these gas prices, um, I keep going, oh yeah, catch this. Wherever you listen to your podcast, I prefer uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, or the website on which I'm recording this, Anchor.fm. Please, go wherever you get this podcast, rate it five stars. Greatly helps me out, moves me up so more people can listen. Okay, so... The last time I took a break and came back, I had 65 views on that one podcast. Since I've come back, I've had seven. So, I'm not upset. I realized, like, I took a year, almost a year off. This is, I have to regrow my fan base. But if you could share, like, rate me five stars, like, I would love to, like, be back into the whatever niche. I had audiences in Germany, guys. I want my Germans back. (laughs) Okay, this is, this is why we don't record podcasts before you go to sleep, because you get delirious. Anyway, love you. Uh,
Instagram, Golden Don Q, Twitter, Golden Don Q. Um, ooh, also, so if you're listening to this podcast, you may have seen I have made a third in a third Instagram account. You're not gonna find the second one, or you're not gonna know the second one is me. If you find <laughs> this third Insta, do not request to follow it. You will be rejected because I this is it's just for me to put my inner thoughts. I you're not you're not gonna get accepted. If there's like maybe over time I'll start uh, accepting people, but as of right now, no. You're, you're not getting accepted. I'm sorry. So, Golden Dawn Q, Instagram, Golden Dawn Q, Twitter, Prince Vidro, Venmo, uh, Zell, if you have my number, um, questions, get, or like, for you to submit questions, we'll be going on uh, Instagram by usually four o'clock um, in the afternoon on Saturdays. Submit anything you want. Everything will be answered. Uh, they may also go on Snapchat. Snapchat, if you can't guess what my Snapchat is based on my Twitter and Instagram, then you stupid. <laughs> um, fuck. Uh, wherever you can find this podcast, like I said before, Stitcher, Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple, Google. Rate this five stars. Share it. It really helps me out. And I, I really want to grow this again because there's no breaks this time. If there's a break, it will be different podcast episodes that I will record that will be in case of emergency podcast episodes that will go out because there will be no breaks. If I take a break, if I tell you I'm taking a break, I will be back. If I don't tell you I'm taking a break and you see the podcast without two weeks of updates, I'm sorry. We're not bringing this back. It's dead. But for right now, this podcast is going strong. I love y'all. And uh, you know what we say. Be easy.